Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. If you're a firearms enthusiast like I am, or you have one in your life, let me tell you about the industry's best kept secret. Bear Creek Arsenal. This is a veteran-owned and operated gun manufacturer. Bear Creek Arsenal, that is, based in Sanford, North Carolina. They make high-quality firearms at an incredible value. Learn more about Bear Creek Arsenal at bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck. Use promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. One more time, bearcreekarsenal.com slash buck and promo code buck to get 10% off your first order. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome to the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show, everybody. And we appreciate you being here. We've got a lot to uh, get to. Uh, breaking news right from this uh, morning before we came on the air. There have been uh, some guilty verdicts, including guilt uh, for sed- seditious conspiracy of some of the uh, former Proud Boys over the January 6th attack. We will discuss. I, I think this is tying into the overall strategy of what they're going to do to Donald Trump down the line and possible federal charges there. We will discuss that. Clay and I will dive into it together in a little bit. Anheuser-Busch has disavowed the Dylan Mulvaney campaign, but they're now blaming an outside ad agency. So they know this is a disaster, but they're not really apologizing. They're just saying not really our fault. That's certainly something we will get into. Meanwhile, the Navy has put out a digital ambassador uh, advertisement for recruiting purposes of a drag performer. That's an interesting move for the Navy. We'll discuss. New York has set in motion a ban on gas stoves. This is most interesting to the New Yorkers listening, I think, because we were all told that this wasn't going to happen. Don't be worried about this. It's just a right-wing conspiracy. Now it's happening. What starts out as conspiracy seems to become reality. It's just a question of about six months these days in the news cycle. Um, and, and we'll get into that and some more. We also have our friend Kaylee McEnany joining us in the third hour of the program. You know her from Fox News, formerly of the uh, White House, where she was Trump's press secretary. She's got a new book out. We'll talk to her. But the thing I wanted to get to first today is this incident. And um, I, I think it's important that people can see for themselves 
what happened on the New York City subway because there is clear video footage of it. So this is one of those incidents where we'll describe it here, but we'll put up at clayandbuck.com a link to the video. It is disturbing. Um, it's just it's people having to res- are having to restrain an individual, and he ended up uh, dying as a result of the restraint. We will get into this right now. I mean the. Protesters are already in the subway over this. Uh, the BLM movement in New York City is mobilizing. Uh, what happened is you had a- an individual, Jordan Neely, who has been arrested over 40 times, had an outstanding warrant for felony assault uh, at the time of the incident. He has a long history of threatening death uh, against random subway riders, uh, harassing women, screaming obscenity in people's faces. And now he's being presented as a Michael Jackson impersonator on social media by a lot of people, which that is part of the story. But he is also somebody who has been arrested over 40 times and had an outstanding felony warrant. What happened was he started Clay to shout at people on the subway we don't have all the specifics as to what he was shouting, but profanity, obscenity, threats, you know, I'm going to, you know, blank you up and I'm going to do this and that. Um, and a, a Marine, former Marine, put him in a chokehold uh, to subdue him. Two other individuals helped the Marine. This wasn't just one guy acting by himself. Two other, including uh, an African-American man who was holding the arms of Jordan Neely. Jordan Neely is black, um, which... BLM, of course. I mean, you could you could assume based on the reaction here. These are the details uh, of the case uh, based on the fact that AOC has weighed in. Clay, this is a massive national news story now because of the implications of the narrative. And uh, by the way, here is a crowd of people on the subway just yesterday. Play clip one protesting. We get the idea. So, Clay, um, I've I've uh, I lived in New York for many, many, many years uh, and spent a lot of time on the subway. And in recent years, it just became essentially expected. If you're going to ride the subway, you're going to have true lunatics who often are partially dressed, who uh, smell like they have not been bathed uh, or have bathed themselves in. You know, many, many, many months who will throw bodily fluids at people, who will shout in your face, who will threaten to kill you, whatever they want. They'll grope women. And this is just normal. This is normal day to day activity on the New York City subway. A lot of people are saying uh, that this is completely unacceptable. And if the authorities in New York can't protect people, they're going to protect themselves. So several things here one this is what we have been talking about on this program for years now it's not blm it's not black lives matter it's black lives matter when white individuals are involved in black deaths in any way because if this had been a black guy who puts him in a chokehold on the subway nobody even blinks i doubt it even is remotely a story the only reason this is a story is because a white guy was involved in putting this guy in a chokehold. Now, we don't know at this point who the guy is, like who this uh, this Marine, uh, former Marine, like what his background is. We, do know, we don't know exactly what happened in terms of how this guy died, what sort of, and you know, this will be part of the autopsy, I would imagine, 
what sort of drugs potentially was this individual Jordan Neely on? Were there any substances in his body at all? What does the full import of this look like? But at its most basic level, Buck, you've talked about this on the show before. This is, I think, the way that a lot of people want to respond to violence that they see happening because the cities are not safe. Most people aren't willing to do it because they fear becoming the target. Like this Marine who's acted out now has, right? It would have been relatively easy. How long ago did we play audio of that dad getting screamed at by the uh, the crazy black guy on the subway? R- horrible racial uh, slurs, Threatening his child. Threatening his child. If people remember a man with his wife and a young child, guy on the subway screaming at him. And most of the time, you and I both said, I said as a dad, I would hate to do it, but I probably would have just taken it because the moment that you act out, one, that guy might be armed, you might get stabbed, your kid, your wife might get stabbed, but also if you act out against him, you don't know that you aren't going to become the target because, you know, let's say you land a punch on somebody, they fall, they hit their head. There's a video, 10 seconds of that is taken, and all of a sudden Alvin Bragg is charging you with murder. Alvin Bragg will likely, I would imagine, come after this Marine with everything he's got, despite the fact that most of the time he is lowering felonies to misdemeanors. He here will throw the book at this guy. This is my expectation based on what we saw happen to the bodega guy who that was on video too. Now, maybe there are larger context videos, but this is nasty. And let me just say this too, because I flagged uh, and grabbed this video, uh, sorry, this uh, this quote, and I thought it was so significant. This is evidence of, I think, why people hate the media so much. There was a poll, what percentage of people believe that the media exists primarily to increase political polarization in the United States? 74%, fuck. Only 6% of people think media decreases polarization. This story is going to go viral. It's identity politics laden, and it is going to create massive amounts of division in the country because the media is going to drive it. It's BLM only when there are white people involved. So the mayor of New York, Eric Adams, so far has seemed like he's in a wait-and-see mode on this one. So Which that's is what he should do, to well, be fair. Uh, right, that's what but, the mayor should do. But he is also... So so Eric Adams, mayor of New York City, former MYPD, he's a black guy, he was elected to clean up the city, right? That was the, that was the basic former promise. Cop. He was former the, cop. Form, formerly of the MYPD. And, and the basic premise is he was going to clean up New York. He was going to be Giuliani-esque, but a little different in how he did it. That was the hope of New Yorkers. That obviously has not materialized yet, not even close. But I do think that we've reached a, a critical mass here. We've reached a point in time where the perception is it's just too much. It's not even ju- only the numbers that you hear about, the shootings and the stabbings and the rapes, uh, the murders. I mean, that's obviously all horrific, and that's the thing that people focus on when it comes to crime. But you shouldn't have to think every time you get on the subway, 
a lunatic who's been arrested 40 times is going to get on the subway, shout that he's going to kill you, shout that he wants to paralyze you, shout that he's going to rape you, grab somebody, threaten somebody. All of that is illegal, by the way. Yes. But this happens constantly in the subway. This happens constantly on the streets of New York City. Clay, I'll even tell you, in the year before I moved, this happened to me on the streets. Well, you've said this on the show, that you've made a conscious decision before not to get involved with people who are threatening you. Yeah, of course, because if you... and, and, And people who understand the dynamics here know that you always get in the comments like, oh, like I would have, yeah. you know, I would have. First of all, some of the individuals who are making these threats wouldn't be that easy to handle. Start yeah. with that. I mean, some of them are, are a little larger and stronger than others. But even beyond that, if you have to use force against somebody because they're up in your face, they're threatening you. What happens if they say that, uh, you know, that they didn't do anything? They were minding their own business. Who does the city believe? Well, as we know, depending on the interracial dynamic, yes, you can expect that the politics will be paramount in the mind of Alvin Bragg and the rest of the Democrat system. What happens if someone uh, intervenes or even someone just defends themselves, but the person who has a long criminal record and was, you know, the instigator of this says, well, he called me a racial slur first. Do you think Alvin Bragg brings charges against the individual or not? Right. You start to look at the dynamics and you understand that Democrats have have decided to effectively legalize crime under certain circumstances in certain contexts. I mean, this premise that BLM is down in the subways, this is all rooted in the notion that interracial violence is is predominant. First of all, that the judicial system and the criminal justice system are racist, which is something that we should all have to discuss. In what way is it racist? Please explain how, how it is racist. But beyond that, when you look at the dynamics of interracial violence, and this is all very clear from the statistics, it is... 80 to 90 percent black against white or black perpetrator, white victim in the 10 to 20 percent range of when it is a white individual and a black victim. The media pretends goes on this whole crusade to make everyone think this is happening ever. This is happening all the time. They're calling it it a a data lie. They're calling it a lynching. They're trying to call it a lynching. To your point, almost all racial violence occurs inside the same race. Right. So if you're black, you're overwhelmingly likely to be killed by a black person. If you are white, you are overwhelmingly likely to be killed by a white person. That is what the data reflects. The data also reflects, Buck, that if there is interracial crime, as you just said, white people are overwhelmingly more likely to be the victim of black violence than black people are to be the victim of white violence. That's what the data shows. So when we're talking about these stories, which the media glosses onto, which BLM tries to perpetrate as this mass uh, lynching, as if they are already doing, it's a tiny pinprick. I'll also mention, I bet, Buck, for a lot of our listeners out there, particularly in WOR, this is going to be a hallmark and hearken back to the Bernie Gates case, right, in some way. Now, that was very different, 1984, But what it represented was the city is so dangerous that people have no faith in the police and the prosecutors to protect them. And so they feel like they have to undertake this protection on their own. And Bernie Gates, I was just looking at it to familiarize myself, 1984 acts out, shoots, I believe it was four different people that he claimed were assaulting him on the subway. And uh, he was carrying a gun because he felt like there was not enough protection being provided in the city. That's where we are now. I think a lot of you out there listening to us right now are recognizing that in the 21st century, your cities have never felt more dangerous, and many people yeah. feel like they have to protect themselves. Bernie Getz became known as the subway vigilante. Yes. That was what everyone was calling him in the media, but they were calling him that 
with the, the knowledge that a lot of people who lived in New York, of all races, were actually quite sympathetic to Bernie yeah. Getz. Because he had four youths came up to him, including one with a sharpened screwdriver. Who carries a sharpened screwdriver with them on the subway? Somebody who is going to threaten someone with it and or stab somebody with it. And people had had enough. And I think in a lot of these cities, a lot of these Democrat-run cities, the sentiment is it's not just you have to arrest somebody and prosecute them when they murder somebody. And even that is questionable with some of these Soros prosecutors. It's people are sick of having lunatic criminals. Remember, these are people who are mentally, you know, clearly very disturbed, but also get arrested for this guy had assaulted lots and lots of people. Been arrested 40 times. times, Okay. How many people listening to this have been arrested four times? Never mind 40 or one time. Most people have arrested over and over again. This system completely failed. By the way, the system failed him. He clearly needed to be institutionalized to get help. But the system was failing day in and day out. The 8.5 million New Yorkers, including the black and Hispanic population of New York that is overwhelmingly 99% of which trying to just live their lives in peace and security and get to their jobs. But what does BLM protest? This. This is the incident that gets them Upset. This is the incident that causes the problems. And, you know, it's just fascinating. You know, AOC has already called this murder. Yeah. A lynching. They've you even know? gone beyond murder I, I to know, lynching. I want to know what AOC thinks about it. You know, I've seen her boyfriend, not exactly an imposing figure. I want to know how she feel about this. The next time some maniac pulls out his genitals on the subway, says he's going to attack her, calls her boyfriend a you-know-what, and she's to sit there and take it. How much of a progressive would she be then? But we all know it's about other people suffering while she gets to virtue signal for her friends over at MSNBC and live in a fancy apartment in D.C. in a safe neighborhood, safe for D.C. It's not even yet acknowledged to be in any way a murder. She's already calling it a lynching, which is suggesting that this Marine only did that because this guy was black and that his intent was to kill him. It's unbelievable to see this happen time after time after time. And I think a lot of people are getting wise to it. I really do. How much BLM is founded on basically a lie, but essentially is only concerned about black lives when there are political points to score against white people. Let's be honest. Mom spent years running after you. Give her feet some extra love this Mother's Day with a pair of my slippers. Not too late to take advantage of their incredible closeout sale going on right now. They've discounted They're top-of-the-line slippers, 80%, normally priced at $150 per pair, now just $25 per pair. My slippers, so popular, there's a limit on how many you can buy, which is 10. My wife got them for herself, all her running buddies. She's already gone out and bought 10 herself. She loves these. You are going to love them as well. If you haven't gotten yourself a pair of the My Slippers, now's the time. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener square, grab a pair of these all-season slippers, type in our names as the promo code Clay and Buck. You can also use your cell phone, call them 800-792-3269 for this incredible offer. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton on the front lines of truth. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. 
Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another health care provider. HealthLock.com. HealthLock.com. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, reacting to the story that is sweeping across the country, the New York City subway vigilante, the lynching as AOC would call it. Uh, Jordan Neely arrested 40 times, dies in a chokehold. Marine puts him in a chokehold. Blonde-haired, white Marine. uh, And BLM is up in arms. I'm curious, if you have been on the subway recently, we may need to bring in producer Allie and get her feel on this because she's on the subway all the time in New York City where much of this show is based. 800-282-2882. What do you think about this story based on what you have seen so far? We'll have your reactions next. We appreciate companies giving you good value. Pure Talk service and pricing is the epitome of that. Here's how good it is. $30 a month for their unlimited talk and text plan, along with plenty of high-speed data. This gives you 5G nationwide service on the same towers and network as one of the better-known companies in this industry, but at a much better price. 
Pure Talk doesn't have the overhead to contend with. They don't have the retail stores to support, the sponsorship deals to uh, pay off. Instead, they got a whole U.S.-based customer service team with your best interests at heart. Switch now. Get $30 a month with no contract. You can keep your phone number, by the way, and your phone. You're just switching your service. Why should you? Well, start with this. The average size family saves about $1,000 a year with Pure Talk. I mean, that's real cash savings, my friends. Look, I'm with Pure Talk. It has saved me a bunch of money. It's my cell service company. Go with them. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, and save 50% off your first month. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Welcome back to Clay and Buck. So we want to take your calls. Uh, we've got so many people listening on uh, WOR NYC uh, who I'm sure feel like, oh, gosh, what's going to happen now in the city? Are they going to bring is Bragg still, by the way, asking for a restraining order effectively? I mean, they're calling it a protective order uh, against Trump so that he can't speak about the nonsense trial criminal trial to bring against donald trump in new york city over the hush payment but is Bragg going to charge this marine we don't know his name yet for his safety because they realize this is just gonna they're gonna come after him um you know people always forget clay or i think a lot of people forget that even in the michael brown incident that police officer who was acting completely within you know natural self-defense law and within his role as a law enforcement officer he was he had to go into hiding Death threats, endless death threats against the officer involved in the Michael Brown uh, shooting years ago, which a black eyewitnesses said he was completely right to use his weapon the way that he did. And they if it's it were a giant, true when it's a complete and total lie, giant lie, um, giant lie propagated by CNN, The New York Times and a lot of other places. So Eric Adams uh, has weighed in. Now, I think in particular, a- AOC, who really is a a malign force in america today for i think the destruction of civilization in a lot of ways Um, not just with the socialism but with the opposition to basic law and order and like i said i I would be really curious if she had i mean producer ali was just talking this before the show about the stuff that she has seen my last time in new york city broad daylight 9 a.m what this is a couple of months ago i you know there's a guy standing there and he's He's masturbating at women as they walk by, okay? And no one's doing anything about it. Oh, okay, well, we're just supposed to say that this is this is life in the big city. No, it wasn't life in the big city. Not until Democrats decided to go insane, took over, and stopped prosecuting people. We're all sick of this. Um, but AOC is, oh, it's murder, and, you know, it's tweeting about this and talking about how it's cuts to city services that resulted in this. Yeah, more commie stuff is going to keep us safe. Give me a break. Um, Eric Adams weighed in on this and look he's not he's not where he should be on the issue but even he is saying hold on a second um and when he's asked whether the passenger who was the marine should have done what he did this is what he said play the situation is different and how a passenger we have so many cases with passengers assist of, of the riders and we don't know exactly what happened here until the investigation is thorough and each situation is different i was a former transit police officer and i responded to many jobs where you had a passenger assisting someone and so we cannot just blankly say blankly say what a passenger should or should not do in a situation like that we should allow the investigation to take his course he knows clay that the subway in new york even hokel the governor of new york know, knew this too she started putting more cops in the subway people have had enough they've seen too they've, they've literally seen too much on the subway they've been threatened too many times and they're tired of it i think he also probably knows more than he's letting on there 
Because if he thought that this was truly an unjustified act of vigilanteism, I think he would have been more aggressive there in the way that he responded. Remember, he's probably got uh, more information about this story than the average person does. He probably already has seen videos. If I were the mayor, I would already want to know way more of the background here. The fact that Alvin Bragg hasn't spoken out at all yet uh, at least that we've heard if 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 he does speak out at some point today would be interesting too because what it signifies to me is while all of this remember think about how crazy it is to not only say as AOC did that this is a murder but to take the next step and say lynching right she's not even saying that this was a murder she's saying that this guy was killed because he was black intentionally based on his race that's her argument, and that is what the BLM protesters effectively are trying to say as well. And I just think we have to keep hammering home here. There would have been no interest in this story whatsoever if it were a black-on-black act of violence on the subway. This story would not even have been a glimmer in the BLM universe. They would not have said a word. But the fact that there is a white guy involved here is what makes this a story. And sadly, you guys know this, the only reason George Floyd was a story to a large extent was because it was a white police officer. If it had been a black police officer doing that, it would have gotten a pinprick of the attention. And certainly if it were an act of violence that occurred between two black individuals, as has skyrocketed all over Minneapolis, nobody cares. The murder rate has doubled in Minneapolis since BLM started their protest. Nobody cares. Has, has anyone seen a tweet from AOC or any of the other um, commies out there in the Democrat Party about the uh, the man yesterday in the Atlanta hospital um, who shot and murdered a woman, shot four other people? It's a mass shooting in a hospital. Why is that so much less concerning to Democrats? Why is that such a, such a lesser? In, we keep seeing this play out. We saw this with the uh, the young man who was shot at the door by the you know very elderly man who who was frightened in uh, what was it Oklahoma right Kansas City Kansas City thank you and then the uh, the white girl in upstate twenty years old in upstate New York who was shot in the driveway. One of them gets tweets from the Biden White House. One And the, the kid's fine, by the way. I mean, which is the, the right thing. It's the, a good thing. The girl thing, but got murdered, and she got, got murdered, a fraction nothing. of the attention. Nothing. No no attention whatsoever. There's a 24-year-old black guy who shoots up a hospital yesterday, murders a woman, shoots four other people. What is AOC concerned with? The guy who is a clear maniac who had been arrested 40 times, who had been threatening and groping and attacking women in particular on the subway for years, he finally has somebody who steps in and says, enough is enough. There's a physical confrontation. He dies. That's what the Democrat left is worried about right now. That's what they think we all need to be, you know, as if that Marine is a threat to public safety. That Marine is the reason there is in a lot of contexts, in a lot of ways. The man who stands up and says enough is enough, whether it's a law enforcement officer or an everyday citizen, that holds together public safety. What did I say yesterday when... Our staff let us know, hey, there's an active shooter in Atlanta. They've just put out photos. They're looking for him. Pull it up. Black guy shoots five people in Atlanta. Story, I said, it's going to completely vanish. Yep. Because no one will care. If this were a Trump supporter 
running around in Atlanta shooting because he's angry about Trump being investigated or something like that. It would be the lead story for multiple days. But acts of violence are almost immediately reviewed in mainstream media, large media outlets through the prism exclusively of race. That's the truth. People say, well, why are you guys talking about this case then? It's the number one story everywhere because this guy's white. I'm talking about this case because living in Midtown Manhattan and also the thing is I've seen it doesn't have to be this way. It wasn't this way in the 2000. It wasn't this way when after Giuliani was able to turn things around. It wasn't this way under Bloomberg. Bloomberg is a Democrat. He is a gun grabbing nanny state lib. He was a good mayor. Yep. A good mayor. And anyone who lives in the city, the most Republican New Yorkers you know will say, yeah, no, I got to tell you, Bloomberg, good mayor. Don't want him to be president, but a good mayor. I mean, I'd rather have him than Biden, but that's all. He'd be infinitely better than Biden. Yeah, at least he's smart Um, and and capable. And his his brain works. (laughs) He doesn't have dementia. But but anyway, I mean, Bloomberg did a great job in New York City uh, as the mayor. Get rid of stop, question, and frisk. I think we need to stop prosecuting criminals. I think we need to let people out. We need to stop enforcing the law. Let people pee and defecate in public. Let them smoke weed in public. Let them steal things and not get arrested. Let them jump the subway turnstiles. I saw all of this happen, okay? I, I was living this as it was occurring, a lot of us are saying this is bad. And by the way, if you live right now in any of the other big Democrat-controlled cities across the country, you're saying, yeah, we basically had the same thing. I saw it happening. We said, guys, this is going to get worse and worse and worse. And the day-to-day reality is you walk through you know, midtown Manhattan. Yeah, it's not every day, but a couple times, two, three times a month, you're going to have some lunatic come up to you and say, give me money. And you say no, and they start screaming often anti-white slurs at you. They threaten to kill you. They threaten to uh, you know, rape your family. This stuff... I'm not making, you know, I'm not coming up with this out of nowhere, Clay. It's happened to me. It's happened to me walking around New York City. I'm a six foot tall, 200 pound guy who's had some training. Imagine if you're a 110 pound woman trying to ride the subway at night, trying to get home from your nursing job. Yeah. Imagine you're sitting there on the F train by yourself at 2 a.m. coming, you know, making your way out to Queens and you have some maniac who's saying, you know, I'm going to rape you and I'm going to kill your whole family because that's the stuff that is happening Every day in New York and libs like AOC who live in fancy buildings and have armed security protecting them all the time and just pretend that this is never going to affect them. They don't care about those people and they don't care about the black and brown people who are trying to just live their lives in peace and safety in New York City and are by far the biggest targets by the numbers of the mentally ill criminal lunatics who are allowed to run crazy on the subways. And we've all seen it, and enough is enough. And I think Eric Adams is getting the message on this a little bit. I think, remember, he pushed back on Bragg over the Jose Alba stabbing uh, situation. Remember, it it was the mayor who was like, hold on a second, buddy. That guy was attacked by a criminal felon maniac, and he defended himself, right? So maybe it's turning. The data reflects... There are thousands of black people dead who would still be alive if BLM didn't exist. This is what almost no one will even analyze. I'm just talking about the raw data. The cities where BLM was the most active have seen the biggest spike in the black murder rate. BLM has cost black lives, has not defended a single black life, has cost black lives. Thousands of black people are dead because BLM has convinced the American left that police are the enemy and they have to be pulled off the streets and the result has been uh, a just and, absolute murder 
uh, records being set in the 21st century in cities everywhere. And the Democrats are complete. They're either true believers in this madness of BLM or they're such cowards that they allow this to happen. I think while, it's the latter. While, pre- while pretending that they care about black and brown lives, while pretending that they want more safety for people and it's about confronting the systemic racism. Meanwhile, people are suffering. And we've seen it. And everyone in New York who's ridden the but it's not just the subway. It's walking around Midtown. It's walking around your neighborhood. It's going to the grocery store. It's going into CVS and seeing everything under lock and key and seeing some lunatic who's, you know, half dressed, who's throwing things around and stealing things. Everyone's sick of it. Everyone's sick of it. Anyway, let us know what you think. 800-282-2882. I know we've got some former NYPD on the lines. You guys all know. People have had enough. Uh, Give us a call. You know, the market has been brutal lately. Everybody's talking about inflation because, well, it's really bad. And Clay and I recently met with Dutch Mendenhall because we want to do something about it for this audience. Dutch is the founder of Rad Diversified. He's a patriot. He loves our military and gives a lot back to our veterans. Dutch and his team are experts at buying cash-flowing real estate. They have brought major stability to thousands of investors in the most volatile of times. For a minimum of $1,000, you can access Rad Diversified's lucrative real estate portfolio. Dutch takes pride in ensuring all of their investors leave a legacy for future generations. Visit raddiversified.com. Connect with one of their team members to learn more. With Rad Diversified, you can reap all of the benefits of being a real estate investor without any of the heavy lifting, starting at only $1,000. We strongly recommend having a diversified investment portfolio, and Rad Diversified can help. All investments involve risk. Consult a financial advisor and read the prospectus before investing. Learn more at raddiversified.com. Learn, laugh, and join us on the weekend on our Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcast. When you have health insurance, it's easy to think, hey, I'm covered, no worries. Not so fast. Remember, your out-of-pocket costs are not covered by insurance. And that can be a lot of money for your family, but how do you know you're not being overbilled? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. So unless you're a billing expert, how do you know your medical bills are accurate? Accurate. HealthLock can help. HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your insurance. When your medical claim comes in, HealthLock technology reviews the claims for errors like overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden errors, so you pay only what you owe. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Bottom line, insurance isn't enough. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it before you see another health care provider. HealthLock.com. HealthLock.com. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now, and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 
995-G-O-L-D. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Welcome back in. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. The foremost expert on the subway right now in New York City on this show is our producer, Allie. Allie, you take the subway, even though Buck and I tell you you probably shouldn't be doing it, all the time. When you see this story, guy's been arrested 40 times, the Marine choking somebody out on a subway, what percentage of the time that you're on the subway do you feel unsafe and or see someone behaving in a clearly not mentally stable manner, maybe even a threatening way? Oh, well, gosh, depending on the time of day, this morning I had an early dentist appointment. Early morning hours are the worst. But I have to say this story just made my blood boil because I would have personally been so grateful to have that guy on the train. It's awful what happened to the individual, but I would not want to be the person that doesn't have someone helping me out if I'm in a jam. People underestimate the strength of people on drugs or mentally ill. It's terrifying. And I'm definitely on high alert every single day. And yeah. you're to Buck's point earlier, Allie, like you're what? Like I and I five two, a hundred pounds. I mean, like you are not a large person. So when you're traveling on the subway by yourself, you and other women like you, you you feel uh, uh I would imagine a a great deal of trepidation no matter what. But when someone is much physically larger than you and also behaving in an inconsistent, violent, potentially mentally unstable way. Like, it hits you in a way that, frankly, it wouldn't for Buck or myself or other men, uh, I would imagine, right? I mean, this is something that women have to deal with on the subway in a much greater degree, I guess I should say, than a lot of men do. Oh, 100%. Um, people think I'm nuts, but I tell women all the time, especially women that are new to the city, the first thing I do when I get on the subway is I don't have my headphones on. I do a scan of the car. I just do a quick scan see who's where what and look at what people are holding if i need something what i could grab i mean (laughs) it sounds nuts but i do that every single time just so that if something were to happen i can react quickly well ali thank you for uh for letting everybody know you know what it's like and and what you what you deal with particularly as a a woman on the subway day in and day out clay you want to get to some of these uh, these calls we've got former mypd officer lou who is down in florida because he's realized that he likes florida lou thanks for calling in Hey, Jay, Clay, and Buck, how are you guys doing today? Fantastic. I just wanted to say that back uh, back in the 80s, uh, New York State uh, enforcers created a law where if you were caught with an illegal handgun, mandatory, mandatory one year in jail. That's Bernie the Sullivan Getz Law, right? The Sullivan Act? They updated it, I think. Yes, but Bernie Getz was the only one who ever spent a year in jail. Everybody else, I've, I've arrested numerous people with guns, and they were all, well, attempted possession of a gun. Uh, let's do this. What happened to the mandatory year in jail? If you did that, I'm sure the crime rate would go down. 
What do you think uh, Eric Adams is thinking? You heard him as a former cop in this story. How well informed do you think he is about the surrounding information here? Oh, he's very well informed. Uh, I'm sure the chief of the department, the chief of detectives all uh, um, made phone calls to him. He knows exactly what's going on. But uh, I was there when Eric Adams was there, and I wasn't a fan of him as a a police officer. Um, He was there. Tell us why. Excuse me? Tell us why. We want to know. You Give us some insight here. Well, he was a he was a he was a do nothing police officer. Um, he never passed the sergeant's test, but they made him a sergeant. He never passed the lieutenant's test, but they made him a lieutenant. He never passed the captain's test, but they made him a captain. And wow, you know, and you, you know, that, that's interesting. Like that, I, we didn't know that. Well, look, hey Lou, thank you, thank you for calling in. Thanks for the expertise. We got more coming up, everybody. Just a few minutes here. We'll uh, get into Bud Light. Have they felt enough pain, Clay? I don't don't think so. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels listen to on purpose with jay shetty on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts hi i'm michael rapaport and i'm kiwi rapaport and together we're hosting rapaport's Rappaport's reality Reality Podcast. podcast we have a passion for reality tv and we're inviting you into our living room we're dissecting the drama and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today that is right Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.